What's up, Planned Parenthood baby skulls? Danzig thinks that Planned Par- Parenthood sells skulls and probably because people are going to eat them. Technically a snack. Don't do this. Don't do Let him this. do it. You don't want it me to stays. do it? It stays. It stays, Drew. Uh, people were like, Danzig is anti-Planned Parenthood. I'm like, no, he just thinks you can buy body parts there. He's pro-Planned Parenthood. He just doesn't know what they do. Exactly. I think it's awesome. It's a body shot, literally. He's just anti-planning. Loves parenthood. Yeah. Um, Folks, uh, welcome to Pod Minutes to Cast Night. It's the Two Minutes to Late Night podcast where we listen to albums that are no-no and try to be nice about them. (laughs) You're here with the most frustrating man on the planet. <laughs> uh, what's up? I'm Jeremy Hammond, and I had a joke, but I forgot it. Okay, is it because you got sun cooked? I'm sun cooked. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm a little sun chip. You're a little tomato. I'm a little sun chip. Uh, hey, what's up? This is Drew Kaufman, and uh, today I realized that I discovered White Zombie because of Richard Cheese. Richard Cheese. Did a cover of uh, More Human Than Human, and I didn't know what it was, and then that's how I found White Zombie. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Did I... you ever listen to Black Velvet Flag? No. What's that? It's like Richard Cheese, but before Richard Cheese, and it was these dudes who were like uh, like 80s hardcore kids who like mm-hmm. went to go see like Black Flag and Circle Jerks and whatever, and then when they got older, they started this project where they were like, well, we're too old to go to hardcore now, so we're going to start a band that's like lounge covers of all these 80s hardcore bands. They put out one record, and it's really, really good. You should check it out. You'd like Not it. Not everything is from hardcore, Jeremy. And today, <laughs> today, we have a very special guest, uh, the former host of The Weather at Danzig's and a uh, longtime roommate and nightmare of me, Andrew <laughs> Kaufman, Sam Nolman. Hey, everybody. I'm the Greek water on top of a Chobani yogurt, Sam Nolman. <laughs> Greek water? The Greek water. It's called hum. That's all, yeah. That's what comes also, out of Greek sinks. <laughs> the boys are back in town. All right. When you die, you float across the River Greek. <laughs> <laughs> they, they put some coins on your eyes, but the coins are made of that weird scum that comes at the top of the yogurt. Oh, and... Quick trivia about me and Jordan. We lived together uh, in the village, and we didn't meet our room, our uh, neighbors until six months in. And then when we finally did, they said, hey, nice to meet you. We thought there were two Nathan Lanes living next door. They did say that. <laughs> yeah. Because me and Jordan have a very similar, we have similar voices. I can do a very good Jordan impression. Ooh, let's hear it. Do it. Um, um. Well, uh, you, uh, you're not, you, okay, you're not gonna, your dad's a lady, it not, it, we're, it'll be fine. We're all, fu- fu- we're all going out, we're all going out, it'll be fine. Wait, can you say, here's the thing? Here, okay, here's the thing. You, you're not, you're not, you can't, it's not gonna when you gotta, okay, all right. I'm going to edit this out, not because you did a bad impression, but just because that gave me so much PTSD from editing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in, you coward. Um, 
Should we talk? Like, I feel like we got to talk a little bit about the weather at Danzig's. Yes, not, sure. Yeah. Some, something that made me think of it uh, before when before we started recording, we were talking about books and whether Danzig reads books, and then you were talking about the book that he has about werewolves. Yeah, because he has the uh, there's like a famous you just a video of him just in the dark with a flashlight on him, and he's showing off. Like he reads a lot of books, but they're not about anything. Yeah, like, they're just they're all exactly what you think. Yeah, Which you got the one that's... nine copies of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> I was going to say, this is what I'm gathering. First of all, I should give context for, even though, yes, I played The Weather at Danzig's, I think his name's Ryan Phillippe. I don't remember. R- Randy Simmons. We, yeah, we, Nick, it was a thousand names. Nick's, yeah, Nick said your name different every single time, and it was so fucking funny, so we just never gave you a real name. Yeah, it's just an RP name. It's always yeah. some weird yeah. thing. Um, this is an R name. I think you were Weatherman Ryan Reynolds at one time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Rodney Stewart. Um, yeah. Uh, I even though I do that, I know nothing about Danzig. I have never listened to Danzig. You knew the Misfits. Yeah, I like the Misfits, but like I am very, ve- I'm very green when it comes to metal in general. I am a complete mm. outsider in this. Yeah, yeah, I listened. Yeah. I listened to sad lesbian music, and um, <laughs> I uh, so like this was. I was like really excited because I thought this album was gonna be like real stupid and funny, and it was real boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a boring. Real one. boring. We will but get. We'll to get the to album. that. We'll, we'll get, get to that. the album. Yeah. First, we gotta, we gotta talk about riff. the weather at Danzig. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the thing that I wanted to bring up about the weather at Danzig's is like this is a factoid I think that like listeners will probably like to hear is like one of the things that uh, when we were making this new season and we had kind of like chalked out the idea of like where the weather at Danzig's could possibly go, I had like made up this pitch document of like different ideas for things that we could make you go and do that were like local to LA that would be like kind of Danzig-y to do. And one of the things was I found a wolf sanctuary outside of LA (laughs) and we were going to send you there. And the idea was going to be that you were like, you can't find his new address. And so in order to to find Danzig, you were going to get inside the mind of the wolf. (laughs) You know, we, we could still do that. (laughs) I, I'm still down. I mean, we I've been busy, so we hadn't been doing weather Danzig's anymore. But, like, the other thing was that, J- Jeremy, they were all really good ideas, but you pitched all these ideas before we had a Patreon, and then we were going to film them, and we, we didn't realize the film in L.A. costs money. Yeah. Because you yeah. can't film yeah, anywhere. Because yeah, yeah. I remember I emailed them, and I was like, how much would it cost to, like, come and do, like, a kind of a, uh, like a news segment? I was like, it's going to be, like, a fluff piece for our news show. <laughs> Yeah, it's like he's gonna come and he's gonna like play with the wolves and whatever. And they were like, "That'll be about two thousand dollars." I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, "Okay, we're never know, doing this bit." <laughs> we had filmed all that like actually outside of Danzig's house, and my r- real hope was he would eventually come out and punch mm. me in the face. Like I really yeah. wanted to get him to punch me in the yeah. face. Yeah, that was the main goal. Is uh, we were trying to get in touch with Dan uh, with Danzig's people. Hoping that he had never seen the segment so that we could eventually be like, listen, we have a comedy show. You don't have to do anything but show up at a Del Taco and punch <laughs> your friend in the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no, no, no. I have his email, and I emailed him. And let me tell you, he did not read it. <laughs> yeah. But I'll screenshot that email. We'll post it on I Twitter. I think that he only reads skywriting. Yeah. I yeah. think there's... <laughs> but only at night. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, oh, <laughs> skywriting at night. 
That's my new improv group. Um, yes. What did I say? Uh, I he um, and now and so now like we would spend so much time outside of Danzig's house waiting to see if he would come out that now that we have we still have like an hour of footage of me improving dumb <laughs> Danzig like weird. We are one thirty-eight dollars for us for a grill that you can buy. Just weird advertisements <laughs> of misfit songs. It's so fun. I think my favorite thing that you pitched was uh, uh, Sam visiting Mel Blanc's grave. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Because we were just Dan trying to think of, like, where might he be? And it was Mel Blanc's grave. We and then you encounter that, that yeah. weird actor character. Oh, right. We wrote that fake voice actor guy. Yeah, yeah. he was, like, inspired the- by Mel Blanc to become a voice actor. And he hangs out at Mel Blanc's grave waiting for people to come by so he could, like, show off his talents. And I just remember that the thing was he, you were going to be, like, uh, uh, I'm looking for Danzig. He's like, Danzig? I know Danzig. Oh, mother Danzig. Oh, mother baby. Yeah. Yeah. We Folks at home, if you want to see these bits, smash that Patreon button. Give us hey. cash. And we'll bring Mother oh, Danzig's back. Yeah, we need, uh, yeah, except that, that bit, that two minute bit is going to cost four grand. Yeah, because <laughs> you got to go to the Hollywood sick. Forever Cemetery. And also, Danzig moved, so where would we even shoot any of We got to find other ways to shoot. All right, we got to cut this out. We'll um, cut it out. Guys, <laughs> I know where Danzig lives, and it's beep. Yeah, perfect. Okay, great. Uh, before we get started with the actual album today, did anybody listen to anything they liked this week? Sam, what did you listen to that you thought was great? Um, this week and today, especially, I've been listening to multiple albums by the band Pile. Do you know Pile? Mm. Nope. They're just a, a a really solid like hard rock band that's really weird and and uh, screamy and sad, and um, I love them. Cool. Do you know who Pile is? No. That's cool. Okay. I like them. And the new uh, Wise Blood album, which is melodramatic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sad lady music, like ethereal, it's... like I lay down and cry. Yeah, and that, that is, I am all about that in my sauce. Yeah, it's a, like Wise Blood. Every song just sounds like it, uh, like she was reading a book at night, and then her room filled up with water. Like <laughs> that sounds like every music video would be that. Every song was recorded by Nightlight. Like, she didn't have yeah. any lights in the studio. She just had to, like... They were all by the, like, light you put on the end of a book. I love it. Um, <laughs> what did you do to yourself, Jeremy? Uh, I did a kind thing to myself this week. Uh, I oh. got really, really deep into friends of the show, Ash Williams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they, fun. Uh, they wrote a new theme song for the Patreon show for Ballin' Out. Uh, which is really, really cool and fun. And then I just started listening to them a lot. And they're fucking awesome. They're weird as hell, but they're so good. Everybody should check them out. By this, uh, Jeremy just means that he listened to his own theme song a lot. It's really good. It's (laughs) weird and good. I love it. (laughs) Huh? We did that. I mean, when Mutant Man wrote us a theme song, we listened to it like 150 times. Oh, yeah. Having a theme song is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly my introduction to Ash Williams is exactly the same as my introduction to Mutoid Man. I didn't know Mutoid Man before I started working with you guys. Mm. And then, like, I heard the song and I was like, 
that's a fucking sick theme song. I should check out this band. And then I was like, this band rules. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> the Nets. Drew, what'd you do? Uh, I've been listening to this really cool band called Elizabeth Color Wheel. And they're kind of like art, gloomy, like rock and roll, do metal kind of everything. Like the best way to describe them, like I couldn't decide. It's either like, it's either like these arms are snakes, but with uh, Stevie Nicks singing or like Neurosis featuring Kate Bush. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're really rad. It's like these arms are snakes, but except instead of snakes, it's their Kate arms Bush. are Stevie Nicks. <laughs> these arms are Kate Bush. Jeremy, you don't even know what either of those things are. No, I don't. Arms <laughs> or Kate Bush. <laughs> President Kate, Kate Bush. Yeah. That was there. Yeah, that we was George, impeach Kate Bush. That was George Bush's wife, right? Kate Bush. Kate Bush yeah. <laughs> All running right. Up that <laughs> Washington running Heights. up that Capitol Hill. Um. Uh. On that Friday, was a great joke. Fuck you, people. <laughs> it was great. They're laughing at home. You just can't hear it. It was yeah. great. There, uh, someone just like kicked the front door of my apartment building open and just went, ah. That's how good a joke it was. <laughs> it was great. He was like, ah, good joke. So- <laughs> <laughs> good kick bus joke. Good kick bus joke. Um, well, but, uh, see you later. <laughs> Big jokes, huh? <laughs> this week, we- I went to see uh, friends of the show Chemist play at St. Vitus. Hell yeah. Uh, it was really cool. They just, rule. They're great. Uh, just like, like Dungeons and Dragons music, you know. Uh, uh, but I, the opening band, uh, was a band I had never even heard before. They're called Cloak, um, and they were fucking awesome. They were like getting. I, I saw them in the Vitus basement, and they were all putting on this like really cool goth cowboy gear. Like everybody looks like uh like an anime Lemmy. Who was also nice. a vampire, <laughs> and then I, then I saw them play, and it sounds like if a bot uh, was in like Molly Hatchet, they just sounded like a '70s black metal band, and they were really sick. And they had a lot of fog and a cool light show, and I was like, "This is great, love yeah. them. They're really cool. Hell yeah. We met them. They're fans of the of the podcast, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, they're really fucking neat. So uh, listen to Cloak. They're uh, they're good and spooky." Yeah, but you know what's really weird about, like, modern music is that, like, 50 years ago when there was no Google, all names were really easy to find. Like, there's only one Bill Haley in the comments. But now that there's Google, every band is called, like, Foot or Knee or Shoe. I know. <laughs> like, my friend Pete plays in a band that's called Just, J-U-S-T. And they're a good band, but do you know how hard it is to find a band called Just? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you know what happens when you search just hardcore? Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a you joke. Get, like, that's, really that's, the, uh, that's the subsidiary of Much Music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first band like that that I remember coming around was that band uh, Chick Chick Chick. And they're, like, their name is actually just three exclamation yeah. points. Yeah. And you're like, fuck you. Well, now, but also good on you because you're always first in the alphabetical rankings <laughs> on a website. Well, we have – there's also, you know – uh, like, cause even not in hardcore, like there's like that shoegaze band, like nothing. And then, um, uh, like, uh, Christina from King woman is also, in, has a solo project called miserable. So you got nothing and miserable soon. There's going to be a, a band called, uh, and it's going to compete with the, uh, it's going to be hard. Cause you Google that. And then you get Trixie and Katya. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a band called King Woman. Yeah, they're awesome. Oh, that's great. It's the coolest. <laughs> oh, oh, I want to hear that. It's great. It's great. I wish, it's we, l- I wish we listened to that album. It's yeah, it's slow uh it's 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 doom lesbian music. It's awesome. It's just sad. Oh, I'm so in Jesus. Yeah, I don't think it's uh Those are all my be- buzzwords. Yeah. Doom Those lesbian. are my buzzwords. <laughs> that's also the If you said if you said sandwich, that would be like everything that I'm about. It's yeah. a doom lesbian <laughs> Sandwich music. Doom Lesbian Sandwich is the name of Sam's stock car, which he drives at the Demolition Derby. (laughs) (laughs) Doom Lesbian Sandwich Cock. (laughs) I love it. Okay, well, guys, we're going to wrap up uh, the Dirty Black Summer series, our Danzig month-long series. Um, Because the thing about the Dirty Black Summer is, uh, nobody told us this, but it's way too fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody warned us. You know, when we were starting the Dirty Black Summer, everybody said, you're going to have fun. You're going to listen to Danzig for the whole summer. And then nobody said by the end of it, it's going to be 115 fucking degrees. Yeah, we listen. Like, uh, it's I'm cooked. Uh, I don't. I mean, it's apropos because literally the Dirty uh, Dirty Black Summer is written about it being too hot in New Jersey. That's what. What are you guys talking about? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Again, I don't. No, anything about Danzig. Yeah, go I, for this it. Is my, this is new. Um, I wrote some notes. <laughs> I wrote down some notes for what I thought. Um, yeah, just I have in no case. I no idea what any, any of your references are. I'm outside of this. <laughs> right. We're just talking. It's just 115 degrees out here today. That's oh, all that's we're talking about. Oh, that's what you're about. talking about. Oh, okay. Well, we're in LA and it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, that's what I thought it Drew was starting out as, and then it started to round out into a thing about Danzig, and then it came right back around again. So kudos to you for that. Yeah, I know. I'm, dude, I'm trying. And I've got my eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty um, Black Summer is the name of a Danzig song, and that's why it. we called this month of running out of things to say about Danzig, Dirty Black Summer. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Welcome now. to the bits. <laughs> I'm, I'm Fuck! cool. No, it's okay. <laughs> uh, for just in case Drew cut it out earlier, um, uh, Sam, uh, you don't know. You've never listened to solo Danzig ever. You know a little bit of the misfits. No, I mean I've heard Mother, and I've heard. Uh, oh, Mother, Mother. No, wait, that's not a song from him. So I've heard Mother. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, what, what's that? Twist of Cane. I've heard like two songs. Yeah, Ted Cruz loves that song. He what? does, really? Isn't that, a, is it Ted Cruz? It's somebody no. like that. It's either Ted Cruz or uh, Rick Santorum who like quoted that song on TV and everyone was like, oh no, <laughs> hey, Danzig's Rick over Santorum. now. Hey, Rick Santorum. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Come inside me. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I don't know anything, Yeah, uh, but, um, that's why I was like so excited to listen to this and, um, sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here I have some notes. Um, yeah. So we listen this week. We listened to the seventh Danzig album called Danzig seven, seven, seven E. Luciferi. Is that how you pronounce it? E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He may he does out he the thing about Danzig is he constantly does like weird album names like at least in this series yeah. that we listen to um and he pr- makes them 
hard to pronounce for yeah. no reason. It looks like he had an album that just was called Black Acid Devil, but he was like, no, it's called it's a uh, Black as a Devil. Or, well, or, so or, it's called uh, Black it's, Ass, my, the Devil. My, my last and most important note that I will start with first uh, that I wrote down was just, is he serious? <laughs> um, like I, and, and by that I mean, does he mean the stuff he's singing? Like I can't tell if it's pandering or sincere. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I, is it real? Like does he actually? Like, because this music, it feels like a bunch of basic, boring, well-trod metal imagery shoved into a Tommy Bahama shirt. It's like career rock with witches and skulls. Like, it's yeah. the same imagery you that I is the cliche that I thought it would be, and that was what was boring. It was like, oh, witches and skulls. Like, this music should be playing at the Halloween store. Yeah. I mean, like, I number one, yes. It yeah. is 100% sincere. It's a guy who's made a career off of rewriting the Monster Mash over and over again. Yes, that, that, I have a note about the Monster Mash, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sam, I, I was surprised that you didn't know much about Solo Danzig coming into this, specifically 7-7-E Luciferi. You know, I was, I, 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 I cannot, simply cannot believe you never made a collect call in the 90s. What? It sounds like it, the name is like one of those numbers you would dial to make a collect call in the night. Dial 777E oh, Luciferi. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a walk. You guys get it, though. Calls for kids. K-A-O-S calls for kids. Calls for kids. By the way, side note, I have a Danzig song I wrote that's only two words long, which is Kitty Litter. And that's the whole song. And it's about Kitty Litter. Yeah, that's the extent of what he can do vocally on this album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, thing about uh, Danzig's like all spooky imagery thing, though, is that he kind of invented that. Like, not necessarily yeah. like wasn't the first to do it, but he definitely like popularized it. And he he just sort of never grew out of that. So like when he was like nineteen, he was like, "Yeah, pumpkins are cool." And now he's sixty and is like, "Jack o' lanterns are fucking sweet." <laughs> And it just never yeah, it's went like away. a minor evolution from pumpkin to jack-o'-lantern. You know what's cooler than a pumpkin? A spooky face carved into a pumpkin. It's so much cooler, you guys. You know, people, they often say about the jack-o'-lantern, it's got to be a face. But let me tell you something. You carve the silhouette of a flying witch into that, that is a good jack-o'-lantern, too. You sound Have like you ever you're watched doing... the show Bewitched? I jack off to that. <laughs> <laughs> I twiddle my nose when I come. But with a space between be and witched. Like, you should be witched. Um, but no, yeah, it's like, that. that's the thing I noticed was like, I was like, I really wanted something more. I don't know. I wanted more. I just thought it was mm. all boring, like basic, like black candles and like demonic church organs for like the first five tracks. At least like, then we get to like the track, like dead inside and then I was like, yeah. okay, this is weird now. Now this Can is Can you give a me a for weird. instance? Like, what's a for instance? Like, give me, like, an image you would have liked to see out of Danzig on this album instead well, of like, bats and witches Okay, and so, things. like, I, I was just like, okay, all of this imagery is, is all the same things I expected. Like, I wanted something like, I don't know, a, a, a knife through a kneecap or just something specific <laughs> mm. and weird. Like, say what you want about the insane clown posse, but, like, 
at least they come up with really weird new ways to sing about horrifying things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, you're not going over black candles and, and witches and skulls like, again. I'm tired yeah. of skulls. For them, it's, like, things like clowns and, and uh... Dark carnivals and well, yeah, and it, well, like it's that. like you know, smashing up man's balls in between two bricks or like something real. Yeah, 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 yeah. you wanted, you know what? It, it's a shame because uh, originally this was going to be uh, friend of the show Ryan Wrigley's episode, and Sam, you were going to do black acid devil with us which is exactly what you would have wanted it's literally dancing trying to make computer noises and just screaming i want to make you come (laughs) (laughs) that's what i want this is what i wanted because i was like i wanted more weird stuff because it was just kind of like subdued like at least yeah dead inside was good because it was like what was the lyric i wrote it down he he just keeps screaming he goes how does it feel when you're dead inside and then the reply is he just screams, it feels fucked up! It feels fucked, fucked up. up! Yeah. And it's, so that song is like, it's like a 12-year-old boy with a learning disability yeah. who's like given the task by the school therapist to express his depression through music. Like, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this man mentally capable? No. Mm. So is, well, that, no, I, is, that, is that really like, is Danzig like, is, no. is he known to be an idiot or something? What is the deal? Tell me, please school He's, me on this man. He's like goth Goku. <laughs> okay, that's all I need. You know what? That's done. Understood. Kakarot! <laughs> Kakarot! <laughs> Come, homie! Ho! Lend me your energy. <laughs> Please raise my son. Piccolo! Green monster alien man! The other thing you gotta remember Chee-chee, too... Chee-chee, will you feed our weird little boy? <laughs> the, the other thing you have to remember too is that this is, this is Danzig 7. So this is his seventh album of solo after... After Sam Hain, which I think had two or one album? Three albums. Three albums, which is after The Misfits, who had 47 different greatest hits albums. You know, he's fully exhausted, and you know Danzig's like, uh, you you know all his tricks. Like, at this point, Danzig is like the Wes Anderson of Spooky. Like, (laughs) like, we're all tired of it. I don't want to see a wide shot and people running in slow motion. That that was a question I had was like, is this album popular like do people no. respect this no, 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 this, no, 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 no. because i feel like there's metal i've heard that i've liked you also again but this was uh, yeah i don't know so the reason that we you, we had to email you the album because basically danzig made danzig one danzig two danzig three which are considered good classic albums four five six and seven are so unlistenable that he's removed them from the internet oh they're deleted you can't find them on spotify or any streaming site yeah, he deleted yeah, 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 yeah. this from the earth <laughs> oh wow! So he—is it because it got a bad response, or because he thinks it's bad? Probably I think, both. I think it's both. I think like uh, here's what here's what I think happened. Um, what I'm because uh, based on the trajectory of what I've seen, so like four is actually apparently also considered pretty good, but I think it's I I don't I don't love it. I didn't yeah think it was, uh but whatever. So what happens is Danzig after the Misfits. And Sam Hain gets discovered by Rick Rubin. Uh, and Rick Rubin is like, I don't want to sign the Misfits or Sam Hain. I want to sign you because I think you have a good voice. 
and he kind of helps Danzig build uh, what he's going to be, like be a metal kind of blues rock guy. Like, cause he has a Elvis voice and he's like, but you're also really spooky. So we're going to give you this imagery. And he's writing like blues rock songs that are like in the style of metal. And they're like, you know, they have cheesy elements, but they're also pretty fucked up. Like mother is literally a, uh, a song written at Tipper Gore for the parental <laughs> advisory. <laughs> and, like, it's, what? Yeah. He's, um, Cause Tipper, Tipper. Gore's, yeah, that's essentially what it is. You gotta Tipper, leave alone the two live crew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, inconvenient truth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tipper, <laughs> Tipper, <laughs> Tipper, <laughs> between the towers. Wow. <laughs> Gonna put your husband on Futurama. Um, so what happens is is that um, Danzig records Mother in the 80s, and it doesn't become popular until the 90s. It becomes a top like 10 single way later after he recorded it. So then Danzig... Was it on like a soundtrack or something? It was like they re-released the live version, mm. and the live version became popular. Uh, so Danzig in his head is like, I'm seven years ahead of the music industry. The songs I'm writing are beyond what people think. So then he's like, I'm a genius. He stops working with Rick Rubin and then starts to, he'd like starts to experiment. And that's what the albums we're listening to are, is him experimenting. And I think oh, what okay. happened is on this album, uh, cause what I thought of this album is I think that this sounds like, Uncles in Long Island trying to write music that yes. sounds like Danzig. Yeah. yeah uh, yes. Like this it's, is that's what I was gonna say was this album like taught me that there's metal career rock. Like this yeah. is like yeah, this yeah, album yeah, yeah. is the U two of metal. Like he, yeah, it's like yes. music made specifically to be played over the speakers at the Halloween store while you're buying a tutu. Yes. Couture yeah. say. <laughs> Circuit City. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know what the uh, this I, reminded me a lot of is um, in a weird way it reminded me a lot of Saint Anger. This album is very reminiscent of Saint Anger to me in a very specific way. I don't think it's as like uh, uh, like offensive or crazy or intense as Saint Anger is at times. Wait, just a second, Sam. Just because you might not know, Saint Anger is an album by Metallica. Oh, Metallica. Yes, yes Metallica. Yes. I'm very... yes. Well aware. No, I watched the documentary. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The uh, Metalika documentary. Yeah, the Metalika documentary. Uh, Amazing. Some kind some of, kind of monster. <laughs> some kind of monster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, some sort of uh, some beast. Sort of, some sort of some, beast. Some yes. sort of creature. I don't know. Metalika. Some some type of creature. <laughs> you know, the ah. Metalika documentary. A dog or something. <laughs> Starring Curb Hermit. <laughs> Flurb Sturbit. It's about Chin their Dermit. album, Angry Fella. <laughs> um, Skeet Uncrunch. Uh, but anyway, so this <laughs> album reminded me a lot of St. Anger in that every single song has that same sort of vibe to it where it's like one riff that they just repeat over and over and over again. Yeah. And then there's like a really, I mean, this one at least has some guitar solos on it, but there's like a lazy guitar solo that yep. happens over the same riff that's been going for the whole damn song. 
And you can totally see a situation where Danzig is like, yeah, the idea is that it's like if a band got together and they, uh, you know, were jamming in their garage, but that band is the guys I hired <laughs> <laughs> to be my band. I think it's, I think what happened here is I think that after Danzig 666, I think what happened is, is people were like, listen, you gotta stop trying stuff. <laughs> well, you like, gotta come back and make a regular rock <laughs> record. And I think what was happening is that, like, the band is getting together and they're just like, listen, what if it's what if instead of like uh, you falling onto a moog while you're screaming, what if it's just what if we play like a little riff, like a like a little pinchy riff. Like the old days, huh? <laughs> right, Glenn? Well, like, huh? What if yeah, we get like, some old business I, in here? Kiss the Skull is the song when I just realized I got really bored. Because yeah, that yeah. was when it was like the imagery was so... It was like a metal Mad Libs. It was like, just put in the black candles and the skulls. In the I mean, the song. The song's called "Kiss the Skull." Kiss like the if skull. I was, yeah. if I was writing a fake Danzig song for Weird Al, I would call it. It was Kiss like the a skull. It was like a joke. And oh like, man, Angel Blake is the most Spinal Tap song on the album. <laughs> it's <laughs> full on Spinal Tap. That was. I was like, I picture a bunch of little people, yeah. in, in pixie outfits with a fog machine, and dance, and they're dancing around him. While he's trying to be deep. I mean, it was cool yeah. that he won the Nobel Prize for poetry for the line "Angel Blake lives by the lake." I thought that was pretty. <laughs> I thought that was a yeah, bold that was good for him. That, this is a good. career high for him. In a Listen, lot of I have an idea for a children's book, but what if I sing it? <laughs> I'm gonna put Hickory, it to a jaunty tune. Like I just suspect that. Dan like I was listening to this, and again, I didn't know anything about Danzig. I was like, it, this has to be like some sterile older man who I think owns a boat. Yeah, yeah. No, I think by this point in his career, Danzig is done <laughs> fucking. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, like, because well, he's like forty-five he's, years old. He's forty-five. He's been in bands for who the fuck knows how long. I mean, seven Danzig albums worth, ninety Misfits albums worth. I mean, he's been in bands for so fucking long. At this he's point. the like, Santana of metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Wicked Pussycat, which is the first song, I think. It's like, like the. It's like it's a standard, a, like, I like pussy basic rock song, but he's masking it in, like, witchy imagery so that oh, dude, it would be misogynistic of, if I didn't suspect he was singing it on a boat. <laughs> you can't be misogynistic on a boat. It's no, international waters. <laughs> Sorry. His version of Smooth with Rob Thomas is that YouTube video that they mashed up with him and Shakira. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taquito. <laughs> you McDanzig want to speak Spanish. <laughs> Sombrero. Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so funny. Um, he's veered so far off from stuff. He blew. The main thing, Sam, is like. Uh, immediately after Danzig 4, he blows his voice out. So he can't sing the way he yeah, could. Yeah, I was going to say he he was like much more subdued on this. I didn't get any like, what? I mean, there were a lot of moments that he went, yeah, which I loved. Loved yeah, the yeah. Of course, yes. That's, you love to see it, you know? <laughs> yeah, you want <laughs> you love the, to see it. <laughs> yeah. You want all of the like, oh! You want all that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I wanted weirder shit. And I wasn't, I yeah, I wasn't getting, I don't know. I was trying to yeah. figure out who this, I was like, what's your deal, pal? <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's your little game? <laughs> but it's also like, 
you know, that's like having a conversation. Like, what's going on with you? And like, it's a forty. If it's any other forty-five-year-old man, it's just like, oh, uh, well, you know, I uh, play golf on the weekends sometimes. Uh, when the wife says I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes I gotta stay in and uh, you know do the the, the taxes. I don't know what. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, just a weekly routine of doing the taxes. I kept trying to think what he was thinking while he was singing this music. Like, I was like, is he one of the witches? Like, is he part of it? Or is he like a bystander watching weird skulls happen? Like, I was like, where does he fit in in the darkness of a of, uh, oh, little, little I metal can answer world? This. In um, uh, Never Ending Story. Right, in Never Ending Story. Uh, <laughs> so, like, there's this wonderful world with, like, uh, you know, Atreyu and Artak and, like, uh, what's the horse's name? I thought the horse was Atreyu. No, the kid is Atreyu. Artak is the dragon? Anyway, the point is, mystical world, right? Little boy, big furry dragon, a horse, you know, a, a guy who eats rocks, a snail you know, guy. That fake, that, a fake creature, like a horse. <laughs> so fucking mystical, cosmic horse. Doesn't exist, you know, like a horse. <laughs> I mean, the horse drowns. Ducks. Oh my God! There's women. Um, I... world of horses and people. Anyway. <laughs> Jeremy, get to get to your point, Jeremy. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, the I'm point sorry. is the point is that you have this mystical world of like the never-ending story, and then there's the narrator kid who's reading the book, but he's the main character of the never-ending story. No matter how fantastical that world is, the main character is the oh. kid reading the book. Wait, that's and a really, Danzig really is good the kid reading the reading the book. God. It's weird, man. I was gone for a month, and I came back, and I suddenly understand music really well. I don't know yeah. what happened. I have, like, really great metaphors no, that, the past two episodes. That is a really great Get explanation, fuck, actually. <laughs> Never the story sense. is a perfect metaphor for dancing. Or yeah. worse metaphor is, like, Marvel Comics, where he's, like, Uatu the Watcher, where he's... All he can do is watch. He can't interfere, and that's why he jacks off so much. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's a better metaphor. <laughs> yeah, the wa the the watcher. Um, I I I can see the future, but I may not in interfere. Now, please slurp this from your palm, like a dry <laughs> desert soaking up rain, soaking up sun. <laughs> ah. <laughs> My cum be your life source. <laughs> Um, anyway, in this case, the cum is skulls, and Danzig is the hands. Well, I went through all my notes, so do you guys want to talk about something else? Well, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't really have much more. Uh, <laughs> join the podcast, buddy. Um, any uh, Anybody eat any good soup? Um, no, it's 115 degrees. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't even. You, you'd have to pay me a lot I'm of money to angry eat soup, at you buddy. for talking about soup because it's this hot. <laughs> we, were, we were, you were talking about theme songs earlier. I wanted to mention because me and so me and Jordan and Drew, we used to live together, and we used to have a band, a drag band called Death Bitch. Yeah, and um, we sang. A, we had a song. We had a theme song for my, our roommate, who's this horrible guy named. <laughs> and I believe it was called <laughs> a big fat lady. 
Um, which um, I'm still you believe you believe it's called. If I could recall, Um, if I if I um, (laughs) if I go back in the way back machine of my mind, uh, I believe that it was called Big Fat Lady. (laughs) Could, Could you sing it? What's that? Oh, I sang it. Yeah, in drag. Yeah, which just I mean, yeah, being now horrible. And <laughs> Could you sing it a little bit for the show right oh, now? Oh yeah. So the chorus was is a big fat lady. Is a big fat lady. Um and then Jordan Jordan wrote a lyric I think at one point that was like uh what was it? Oh no. Um, oh no. I don't know if this is 2019, man. I don't know if we could do this song. <laughs> Well, I need to hear it. Wait, <laughs> there was a lyric that was like, um, the, the movie Brick is about getting hit with a brick, which is one of my favorite <laughs> insults of anyone ever. I think that's We the all wish the, mo- the movie Brick was about getting hit with a brick. Yeah, yeah. genius, genius. I don't want to get too Take far it. into like the, the inside baseball of 2014 of us all living together. Yes. But there is one thing that I think since Sam and I are both next to each other, we should probably do, which is that would download a lot of pornography on his computer and he would he would just put it on a folder on his desktop called porn and he was just like what what should i be ashamed of it's porn everybody looks at porn we're like just hide your porn don't don't do this like if you're gonna have other people use your computer it's just weird anyway so one time he left porn open and to torment we memorized the file name and would scream at him over and over again and this is Six years ago, and I Sam and I, yeah. Sam and I can still recall it. Uh, ready? ready? Do it. Two, three. Big wet butts. Thirteen. Dot. Oh one. Dot. Eighteen. Dot. Jada. Dot. Stevens. Dot. Juicy. Dot. Booty. Dot. XXX. Dot. Ten eighty p. Dot. MP four. And we would, <laughs> we would scream that Just at him for hours. The file name of the big wet butt porn that he would watch. Dude, yeah. it's really funny because you guys did this, and there are going to be a bunch of comments now that say uh, Jada Stevens does have a juicy booty. <laughs> There's also going to be people that are like, hey, just so you know, typed in that file name, found it on a torrent, pretty good. Yeah, someone's going to someone's gonna link it in the comments. It's going to be a whole thing. Oh, no. I hope it's a weird one. I hope it's just like weird. <laughs> so it takes them on it's a just, journey. It's just fascinating to me, though, because like that's the file name. Well, we, we memorized the file name, but you also left out the part where we took every single porn file and um, hit it. And replaced it with hundreds and hundreds of pictures of salad. <laughs> we did. And then renamed them all like big fucking mix green, like hot, wet cum Caesar. Like just so many. He and he, he creeped into my room one night and was like, um, Sam, um, were you uh, on my computer today? And I was like, No, what? What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he just like slowly closed the door and I just screamed, ha, ha, come on, you lettuce. And then he, yeah, I think then he moved out. <laughs> he moved out. And yeah. Jordan moved in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, uh, you, uh, you guys uh, ruined that kid's life. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, actually, fine. I think he's doing fine, right? He's fine. He's fine. He probably works at like a soap store. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he I think the most of this podcast. I real sure soap does. store hours. The, yeah. the most fascinating thing about that story to me is that it takes place in 2014, which is pretty late to have a porn folder on your computer. 
Like, we all were definitely streaming by that point. <laughs> I remember one time we had watched a movie, and it was just on a, <laughs> oh, no. on a file on his computer, and um, then we both went to bed, but the I guess he didn't turn it off, and so after the movie would play, it would play the next file on his computer. Oh, no. <laughs> and my, my boyfriend at the time... Um, called me very early in the morning because he was he was sleeping over and he left for work and he was or no no he he walked in he was like Sam I'm sorry to wake you up so early you have to come see this and I got up and I walked out into the living room and the cat was sitting on the couch watching the big wet butt porn like literally like a giant wet ass riding a dick and the cat was watching it and I was like how is this happening and my 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 boyfriend was like, I don't know, love you, going to work. And I was like, I'm so confused by what's happening. The cat woke up to the cat watching porn because... I've never heard this story before. Yeah, dude, I, I, I still I've don't. I've never heard that story. That's nuts. Oh, my God. There's, there's so many stories. I really don't want to get down this wormhole, but I'm going to say one. Dude, whatever. We're down the wormhole. So... Before we all lived together, and before you and I even really knew each other, was my roommate for two months. I li my brother and I lived in a railroad apartment, and so we had my brother's room would walk into my room, would walk into this little spare room type thing, and then the living room, uh, and the spare room and the living room didn't have doors or whatever. And so we needed a place to stay. I was like, you can stay with me for a month, and ended up being like three. So my brother and I lived together for uh, two full years, and. Um, we never walked in on each other or anything. Never, like, with another person, jacking off, whatever. Um, uh -huh. So, with me. And I was like, hey, man, just so you know, I just, I, I can't sleep before 4 in the morning. It's very hard for me to go to sleep. I will be the last person to go to bed, and I'm going to walk through because I have to pee. That's just, like, every night I will have to pee. And he's like, yeah, okay. I'm like, I'm giving you that warning. So, like, you know, if you think I'm asleep, I'm text me or something. I'm probably not asleep. I live with... For three months, I walked in on him jerking off five different times. <laughs> five different times. And then the, the worst thing, though, was that my brother also walked in at about like three or four times, including one time where my brother was like collecting garbage because we were messy and we would drink and we'd leave beers in the living room, whatever. And my brother goes to grab this Arizona iced tea can on the desk. No. Goes, Don't grab no. that. Oh, no. And we're like, why not? And he had a, a flashlight that you disguise as an Arizona iced tea can. <laughs> like a fucking stash can. Yeah. He's really attracted to deals. It really gets him off. The 99 cents is what got him off. But again, like, this is 2014. Like, dude, just get a flashlight and put it under your bed. I mean, we really did do horrible things to that kid, though. Yeah. Well, it's funny is a flashlight yeah. is already disguised. That That's its main thing, is, is that, that it, it already looks like a flashlight. Is that the thing? It looks like a flashlight. That's why it's called a flashlight, yeah. Oh, my God. Did All you right. just put together why it's called flashlight? <laughs> I've never... I've... I, I've never really seen one in person, so I, I don't know. I thought the know. light was like the divine light you see after you use it. <laughs> and no, no shame to owning a flashlight. I thought it was like, just if you a want pun. To own one, that's cool. Just don't. No, there. I thought leave it just it kind out. of was in the shape of a flashlight. It's yeah, the, I can't it's the it shape of a flashlight. Flash yeah, so door. if you look at it, you browse your eye across it. It looks like a flashlight. Yeah. Okay. Any further inspection than that, and <laughs> you're going to see that there's a human vagina stuffed into it. <laughs> it's not a human vagina. It's silicone. But it didn't kill somebody and put a fucking cunt <laughs> inside. But my my sorry. first... My first... Jesus, sorry. My, 
Kill someone and put a cunt inside. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that was my first uh, like knowledge of how talented you are, Jordan, at music. Was we would come, me and Drew would come up with really stupid songs that were mean to, and then you would record them for real. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, because that's how your you uh, Drew and Sam have a sketch group called Pizza Time where they do sketches together, but it started with you guys just recording uh, <laughs> little bits on <laughs> computer. Like it's called cyberbullying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would cyberbully with someone else's cyber tech, uh, technical business. Well, his computer was in the living room, so we would use it to record photo booth videos of us just being disgusting in the apartment and with an at <laughs> throwing yeah, meatballs well, at him or whatever. They were frozen meatballs, to be fair. <laughs> They hurt more. One more bit of clarification, just because we just spent, you know, 20 minutes talking about how we tried to ruin someone's life. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. This is You're going to text. There's middle school prank. Well, no, they got worse, but we won't tell those ones. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you, you Drew's going to like, uh, like text me later being like, dude, I think I'm going to cut all that out. I feel, just because the no, guilt I'm, is going to be. I might censor his name, but, um, but I will say this. Look, okay. It's, com I don't want to say it's a hundred percent justified, but. Not only did he love the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, but his favorite band oh, with is Andrew Coldplay. Garfield. Oh, his favorite band is Coldplay. No, there's nothing. I mean, no. Look, and and since we've also apologized, but I will never say it wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was all funny. All of it was funny. He. <laughs> Here's the thing. You know what? I will. I will admit to this that because uh, when the roles were reversed, when I lived in L.A. And uh, Sam first moved in with, and we would talk. Uh, we we would talk on the phone every night, and you would be you would be like this kid. Uh, you would tell me the stuff that you guys would do. Like you replaced his chapstick with butter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Oh man, he didn't know for six months. He was oh, rubbing dude, butter on. His I used lips. to work at a park, and we did that to the lifeguards. We we made we switched their uh, uh, sunscreen with uh, mayonnaise, and it took them literally a month to figure out why they were getting severe sunburn. You did that oh. to a lifeguard, you fucking monster! It was the a whole crew of lifeguards. They had a communal thing that they were using. I also switched the soap in his shower with cheese. But anyway, go on. <laughs> I straight up just took his copy of Spider-Man on Blu-ray, put it in the toilet, pissed on it, and put it back. And sent him a video <laughs> of him pissing on it. Then <laughs> was like, you have to buy me a new copy, and so Drew bought a VHS of the Spider-Man cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> and then he never talked to me again. Um, but here's the, yeah, you told me, you told me all this shit, and when I came to, uh, when I came to visit, uh, for uh, Thanksgiving and I stayed with you my mindset was I'm gonna meet this kid he's just gonna be a nice kid and it's just gonna be that Sam lived with him for too long and like was just taking stuff out I he's literally not even two minutes of talking to that kid he introduced himself to me started talking to me a little bit about comics and I cut him off and just turned to Sam and was like, I get it. <laughs> it was and Drew I was get there. It and I remember it was in the middle of talking. You went, oh, I get it now. And Drew fell on the floor <laughs> laughing. It was just like, oh, okay, I see. This is like a chode of a person. Um, yeah. And then I was just, I, I literally couldn't help myself. I was also really mean to that kid. Yeah, you, were, yeah, you 
wrote all those songs. <laughs> I wrote recorded all those songs. And yeah, great. Wrote, it was one song, but it has horrible. No, no, no. Horrible. We would come up with the ideas for the song, but you made the hooks. And you, you made the you choruses. Made, you made they the were songs <laughs> real and good. Like you actually recorded them. You made them catchy, well, so he couldn't forget them. He might one day forget that we called them like like a ham sandwich with legs, but he'll never <laughs> forget the chorus to "Was <laughs> a Big Fat Lady." <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I will. Here's the thing: you didn't just sing about stuff. Like you guys, just like you just Drew put a chair in his head, and he would be just like, "I am a chair." And yeah, I wrote yeah. an entire like, oh, like that's my favorite Radiohead pen and chair. Like, yeah, a Radiohead like creep ballad about a pen and a chair falling in love. And having sex in a Burger King bathroom. By the way, I downloaded all this music. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I do. Well, because you, and you recorded, there's, so there was this variety show I was going to do. I still may be shooting called Uncle Fuck's Variety Hole, which was, which I want to do, which is going to be this like queer, weird punk variety show that I would host yeah. as Uncle Fuck. And Jordan, I literally wrote some bad lyrics, sent them to Jordan. He literally a few hours later sends me the the theme song. Just recorded, and it's fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. The moral of the story is Jordan's very talented. Uh, everyone else is a little evil, unfortunately, <laughs> in the podcast. Yeah. But Jeremy assaulted a civil servant, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, will, I would just like to uh, point out it was about a dozen civil servants. <laughs> and... In my defense, in my defense, I don't know if any of you all have ever worked with lifeguards. They suck. <laughs> I worked with a lifeguard once. He saved my life. Was uh, it at a pool? Yeah. I was drowning and he saved my life. Is that true? Guess what? You're the only yeah, person sure, he's sure. ever saved. Yeah. They never save anybody. Jeremy, you are... <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta stop doing the ironic conspiracy theory things because you're about... Two YouTube videos away from lifeguards, the true criminals of America. <laughs> I I worked at that pool for three summers, and I never saw a goddamn save. Not one. <laughs> that means the lifeguards are good, maybe. What? Are you saying that drowning toddlers are crisis actors? No, I'm saying that like nobody ever drowns at a public pool. They drown at the beach. That Those are the lifeguards that are like actually doing stuff. The ones at the fucking pool in Long Island, they're just sitting there getting tan for the summer, and then they are mean to everybody. I can't believe you or almost maybe drowned and a lifeguard saved you just so you could go piss on a Spider-Man DVD. <laughs> he knew it. He had foresight. He was, he was Uatu the Jacker. So anyways, Danzig, huh? Like, wow. that that What a life well spent. Well, folks, this is the end of the Dirty Black Summer. What did we learn? Uh, I mean, we just, if, if anything, it's just, uh, we learned, um, don't be a dick and take care of your voice if you're a singer. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, take care of yourself, period. Just take care of yourself. Yeah. It's important. You and, get, and, and Danzig is goth Goku. I feel oh, like man, we got, yeah, yeah. we got to <laughs> talk. We, I feel like we have to talk about like just the weirdness of like, his his career trajectory because he's had more famous bands than than I think anybody on the planet. No one has ever had like three notable bands that they all started. Like I don't think that there's a person, an artist who has had three iconic. Wait bands. again, I'm ignorant. So Misfits, his solo Sam Hain. What, what Sam Hain? Sam Hain is the middle band. Sam Hain. 
Sam Hain. Sam Hain. Like, yeah, like the like original word for Halloween. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, are they are they are they fun? <laughs> um, are they like, like are they like cool and fun or whatever? Do um, you like do you like them? Is that something? Uh, is that something you like? Um. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess they're pretty fun. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they I'm like do sound. Like, I don't know. I think I'm into it. I think I might be fucking into it. I think it. I like his third band. <laughs> I think I like his band. <laughs> I, I think I like his band. I like all the best good bands. I'm your best um, friend, Danzen. I just want to point out <laughs> that uh, we. I just want to. I want to talk about it on the podcast. The Misfits are playing. Madison Square Garden and the Misfits are his most famous band but uh everyone was was like why didn't he get back together with the Misfits like prior to this that's his high school band like he wrote those songs when he was a teenager and then he they weren't famous like the Misfits didn't get famous until after he they was was long that's why they're great that's see that's perfect because it's just them not caring and going like I killed a baby today. Yeah. yeah. But that's but think think about it. You're a like you're a 40-year-old man and someone's like, "You should get back together with your high school bands." And he's like, "What are you talking yeah, about?" No. Yeah. yeah. And now he's play- and just think about the mindset of just like the second you get back together with your high you did what you were doing in high school, they're like, "Would you like to play Madison Square Garden?" Hey, would you like to get a bunch of jagoffs to pay 250 bucks to hear you go masturbate me? <laughs> like that has got to be the fucking weirdest it's feeling. It's got to be so weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the only pouch today. I I like when he does sex stuff. It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Master bait. You have to think. Oh, Danzig, you silly little (laughs) card. You should listen to. You are too much. You should listen to Danzig 5 after this just for the. I'm going to make you come! I will do that. I want to hear that. Spoiler alert, he didn't. (laughs) Spoiler alert, I didn't finish. I Uh. faked it. (laughs) Faked it every time with Danzig. Ugh. <laughs> Dude, wouldn't it be funny if all this time Danzig had no idea that the Misfits had kept going without him? <laughs> like if like when somebody comes up to him and they're like, hey, you want to play Madison Square Garden with the Misfits? He's like, yeah, I wonder what those guys are up to anyway. <laughs> I bet Jerry's like, Jerry probably like followed in his father's footsteps and like went and, uh, you know, did like an auto shop or something like that. He's like having this whole like grand vision of them like back in Lodi, New Jersey, like <laughs> just living normal lives. <laughs> Doyle's just like, f- uh, like flipping omelets yeah. at a diner. <laughs> Working at a diner. <laughs> but still with oh, the devil. Oh, <laughs> Oh, sorry, you go. I watched the funniest thing. Uh, I was just curious if anybody, because like I've seen, I've seen Danzig a bunch of times with Doyle doing like the Misfits Legacy set, and the first time I saw it and just watching him just punch a guitar instead of playing it, I was like, someone has to have made some sort of video about his technique. And I found a video of Doyle doing like a gear rundown, and it's amazing because he just 
doesn't give a fuck about anything. They're just like, so what's your tone like? He's like, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't care. I just, I make the guitar strong enough so when I punch it, I don't break it. And he's like in, <laughs> he's in like the full makeup and like devil lock and everything. Yeah. And he's like standing there like all fucking jacked like he is. And like, it's a regular rig rundown guy who's just like, you know, kicking dirt around. Just like, yeah. hey, so like, why don't you tell me about your pedals or whatever? He's like, I don't know. They're fucking, uh, that one's blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like, do you do any kind of warm-up before you go on? And he's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just I do fucking some play. Jumping jacks. <laughs> Who fucking care? Yeah, it's super funny. The most work he puts into it is like have he's like, it fucking sucks to make my hair do this Because <laughs> he doesn't go into public. He literally you cannot find like a non-makeup devil lock photo. Of Doyle. Yeah. It there doesn't is, exist. There is one. He is in makeup. So Kerrang! did that article about like the vegan uh, musicians. And they're all sitting down and talking about like how they eat veganism, eat vegan food. And um, they, Doyle is in full makeup, but I guess he didn't want to do his hair. So he's wearing like he's wearing like a beanie over his devlock and also over his makeup. So he just looks like when you put like a turtleneck on a greyhound as you're walking it through the park. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> It's so, it's so fucking weird. I also love that uh, in that article they ask him like, uh, like why he's vegan. He's like, I don't know. I just like doing things that piss people off. Because <laughs> <laughs> he actually cares. Just like I don't know. They get mad. I post a picture of just like, hey, don't eat this thing, and it's an animal. <laughs> Dancing you shouldn't uh, do it. Doyle the most hashtags in hardcore right now. Do you follow yeah, him on Instagram? Just hashtagging his girlfriend and like putting a bean sprout. In <laughs> yeah, he just like doesn't understand how a hashtag works, so it's just like a picture of his girlfriend, like hashtag Maria. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Borat voice my wife. <laughs> All right, favorite songs. Favorite songs, everybody. What'd of, you like the most? Of this album? Well, let me check my notes. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Dead Inside was my favorite one. The one that's like a 12-year-old boy with a learning disability. Um, just because... It feels fucked up! It feels fucked up! How does it feel when you're dead inside? That's probably not the tune. I can't remember. Uh, I think my favorite was Liber Skull because, uh, you know, I always wondered, uh, you know, we think about these liberals out there and you wonder, like, uh, hey, what goes on inside of that head of theirs, huh? And you're like, hey, get this through your liber, liber Skull, huh? You know? Hell. All right. <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> no school taxes Jeremy the person anymore. Huh? Becoming the same thing. <laughs> my, my favorite was uh, with... Outlight, I am whatever the end of that song is. Google Drive it cut off the end of it because we had to download it. Um, I thought that song was pretty cool, but I also um, got a kick out of the song "Naked Witch." Not because I like the song, but like, hey, wouldn't a naked witch be pretty fucking hot? Huh? <laughs> hey, you know that witch that I was talking about on the pumpkin? Yeah, what if she had bazooms? Yeah, yeah. Danzig does seem like he says bazooms, right? Yeah, I think that's why he likes. <laughs> I think that's why he likes pumpkins because they're like it's like the Earth's big bazooks. <laughs> it's like the Earth got a pair of fat naturals. I don't eat eggplant. <laughs> it's it's those cock. Fat naturals is disgusting. Ah. <laughs> uh. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Fat naturals. Uh Okay. Uh I liked I don't know. Um I think I always thought the Pussycat song was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it's just so it's so goofy. Um and it's the most it just sounds like wrestling entrance music. Um and uh I like the and the title track guitar riff at the beginning. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh that's it. Um all right, plugs everybody. Um I Sam, tell I us a, how to I I have a yeah. cactus that uh needs watering. Um if anyone wants okay. to send me some packets all right, of Jeremy. moisture. <laughs> Um, oh no! So uh, we, Drew and I have a sketch group called Pizza Time. So if you search Sam Nolman Pizza Time or Drew Kaufman Pizza Time, um, each sketch we make sure is absolutely dumber than the last one. They're very stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just put out a sketch call, uh, about a French kissing puppet, which is a French puppet that teaches you how to kiss. Uh, and Ryan Wrigley, who was on this ep- episode two ago, was on it. And we have a new sketch that'll probably be coming out in like two weeks ish. That's even worse somehow. I play a wizard on a beach. Spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing it. I'm having fun already. (laughs) I suck a wizard's dick. Yeah. And and that's the that's that's actually the of Trixie Mattel. I do work with her, so follow her things, please. Yeah. Also, coincidentally, uh, if there was going to be another. Uh, Danzig numbered album. It was going to be Danzig eight eight eight. Wizard on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, so, yeah, go on. Robocop, great. Uh, do it, Drew. Uh, yeah. So follow Pizza Time. I think our Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash a big man with small hands. A large man with small hands. A large man with Something. small hands. Something like that. <laughs> Uh, and then you can follow me on Twitter at diet underscore Hellboy. Same thing with Instagram. And I'll I'll post those videos if you want. And yeah, if you I'm, don't want, I'm I won't at do it. Samuel Nolman on Twitter at Sam Nolman on Instagram. Um, at Spicy Little Meatball on Friendster. Yeah. At uh, Captain <laughs> Shit on Live Journal. Mm-hmm. Um, at Is there still Friendster? And at <laughs> at Trixie Mattel on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder. Check out my other podcast, Ballin' Out Super. Super! Uh, super. Super! Uh, I don't know if we, like, have any, like, good guests coming up anytime soon, but you know what? It's a good show anyway, and you should check it out. You, you get that little animation just... thing. You could. Oh, yeah, somebody made cool. a really cute little animation thing of us, and it's really nice. They made a little cartoon of us talking about Krillin and how he's a cop now. It's a really cute little video. Check it out. Check it out, everybody. Um, also, I just want to make a quick correction to the plugs. Um, Trixie Mattel does not have Venmo. She uses Zell like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, follow Two Minutes to Late Night at Two Minutes to Late Night on Instagram, on Twitter at 2M2LN. Please donate to the Patreon. Uh, honorableswords.com it's how we keep doing the podcast and we're gonna keep doing some other we got some other fun stuff coming up in the future we're doing uh we're doing a show at psycho las vegas psychotic las vegas Mm. it's yeah it's it's probably not gonna be that nuts it's just gonna be some people having a nice time (laughs) yeah 
Um, well, that's the thing about it, you know, is like the movies make psychosis seem like it's like this big romantic wild you know cinematic thing and then when you see it in real life you're like oh this is like a manageable thing that people live with oh it's just a guy wearing a jacket in the pool yeah <laughs> that's all it is <laughs> you know back in the 70s we just called that being a neighborhood character okay <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna be at fest in october we have a couple of videos that are gonna be coming out just stay tuned for uh for some news from us um we're just, you know, uh, we're preparing to do some cool stuff, but also enjoying our summer break. So thank you so much. Um, Here! 